0: Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Mom to Mom. I'm Maria Sansone. I am so excited for today's episode. What if I were to tell you that there are simple ways, proven ways, to add years and years to your life? I'd have your attention, right? This is a subject that has fascinated me and been the life's work of my guest today, Dan Buettner. He is a National Geographic Fellow and multiple New York Times best-selling author. Kind of geeking out because I've read his books and through his years and extensive research, he has discovered what he calls blue zones. You may have heard of these. These are the pockets in the world where people live the longest and are the healthiest. So it's so fascinating and Dan is here with us now to tell us all about it and to dish on his new book that he's just written, *The Blue Zones: American Kitchen*, 100 recipes to live to 100. So, Dan, it is so good to see you. Thank you for being here.
1: It's great to be seen. Thank you.
0: Where in the world is Dan today? World traveler. I'm in
1: Miami. Miami. Uh, the southern. Yes, yeah, southern tip of South Beach. And I swam in the ocean this morning, and uh, I I walked to lunch just a few minutes ago. So it's very Blue Zones-esque.
0: Two very important things that we will learn that are a big part of this Blue Zone picture. So before we dig deeper, because I have so many questions for you, for people who are new to this concept of Blue Zones, can you kind of just explain what that even is?
1: It's a means to reverse engineer longevity. So instead of looking for the answers for living longer in test tubes or petri dishes, what my team and I did at National Geographic was to identify five areas around the world where people live statistically longest. And because only 20% of how long you live is dictated by your genes, the other 80% is something else, by finding the common denominators. Uh, in long-lived places like Okinawa, Japan, Sardinia, Italy, Ikaria, Greece, and the Nicoya Peninsula, Costa Rica, we were able to, to discern exactly what people who make it to 100 without disease have eaten, how they've lived their life, how they've moved, how they've socialized, how they organize their brain, and we simply distilled it into a, a series of articles for National Geographic and Blue Zones books.
0: How did you even become interested in this line of work and longevity?
1: I'm a lifelong explorer, and immediately before doing Blue Zones, I had led about a dozen expeditions to solve ancient mysteries why the Maya civilization collapsed, did Marco Polo really go to China, et cetera. And uh, I got very good at networking to top experts and and putting together a team that could go to far away parts of the world, uh, identify traditional wisdom and distill it into discovery. And Blue Zones, uh, you know, about 20 years ago, I I came across research that showed this tiny island in the southeast uh, was a population of people who had the longest Uh, disability-free or disease-free life expectancy in the world. And I said, aha, now there's a good mystery, and it's got to be solvable. So we turned all of our efforts into trying to figure out why people in Okinawa were making it to 100 at rates 10 times greater than people in the United States. And lo and behold, a very clear pattern emerged. And it's a clear pattern that we've uh, we've sort of now uh, clarified and distilled and made, made easy for Americans to follow.
0: All right, well lay it on us. So 20%, you say, is genes and 80% is something else. So what is the something yes. else? I'm sure it's a combination of lots of things.
1: It's a combination and it's an interconnected combination that keeps people doing the right things and avoiding the wrong things for long enough so they're not developing heart disease, diabetes, uh, certain types of cancer, and even dementia. These are diseases that are almost completely avoidable and kill about Three quarters of of a million Americans every year. And in blue zones, so we'll start out with the diet. People are always interested in what people in blue zones eat. They're eating mostly a whole food, plant-based diet, about 90 to 95%. Uh, It's very high carbohydrates, but they're the complex carbs. They're whole grains, greens, uh, tubers like sweet potatoes, nuts, and beans. If you're eating... A cup of beans a day, it's probably adding about four years to your life expectancy and covering about half of all your fiber needs in a day. By adding beans. By adding beans, there's a good study that followed older people for many years and found that the people eating the most beans were living the longest. And we also know only about three percent of people get enough of Americans get enough fiber. A cup of beans will give you half of all your fiber uh, needs during the day, and that will protect your microbiome, make it less likely you have uh, Crohn's disease or uh, irritable bowel disease. It'll help keep infl- uh, your inflammation under control. Um, so, so those are the main foods. Uh, secondly, uh, they're putting family first. Now, you might think, well, big deal, family first. They keep their aging parents nearby. They're investing in their children, and they're investing in their spouses. Uh, we did a research in, in a project with Stanford to look at the genes of people living in uh, the, the Nicoya Blue Zone of Costa Rica, and we found the things that most predicted – uh, healthy genes or genes that reflect a uh, much younger biological age was not what they ate, was not exercise. It was whether or not they had regular association with children, hmm. uh, something nobody could have guessed. But yeah, it's very clear. It's clear in the highlands of Sardinia that um, uh, very strong, almost fanatic zeal for the family is one of the most important uh, factors fueling these people to making it into their hundred and by the way this isn't hearsay this isn't dan Butner going and saying hey a lot of hundred year old no this is demographic work we know these people statistically living eight to ten years longer many more centenarians and no disease so we just try to look at what they're doing there's six more of them but i'll let you uh, i'll let you drive
0: yeah, we'll get into some more of them because some of them are so simple. It's almost common sense, like things we could be doing today. Um, so back to the food for a second, though. You talk about beans and whole grains and all these things. I know, realistically, I'm not going to do a plant-based diet. Can I still eat the way I eat but then add those things in? Does that, does that help or do you have to go
1: full time? Yes, Absolutely. And by the way, people in Blue Zones do eat a little bit of meat, but they only eat meat five times per uh, month. So the way you want to think of meat is is a condiment. I mean, traditionally, even in America here, people weren't eating meat, like a big slab of meat in the middle of the plate like we, we tend to eat today. Uh, it was used to flavor foods. And maybe during a festival or a birthday or wedding, uh, you know, they slaughter a pig and eat a lot of meat. Uh, but... Uh, using meat as a condiment. And then uh, the big trick is getting your hands on a good plant-based cookbook. Uh, it is indisputable. If you want a healthier family, you're going to eat more whole food plant-based. But the most important ingredient in any longevity uh, recipe is not fermented tofu or broccoli or anything else because most people don't you know like to eat that a lot. It's taste. Hmm. So it's finding recipes. Paging through a cookbook, you know, I recommend the Blue Zones American Kitchen, but there's lots of great plant-based cookbooks. Page through till you find a dozen recipes that you think your family will like. Instead of spending your money, time, and resources on diets, which never work in the long run, uh, cook a dozen meals with your family. Find a half a dozen that your family loves. And my job is over. Uh, You're going to go to those meals because you know how to cook them and you enjoy them. And you also know they're going to help you make it to 100.
0: Do you want more Hub Today delivered right to your inbox? All you have to do is sign up for the Hubbub newsletter. You'll find behind the scenes of the show recipes, things to do with the family, places to go, all kinds of good stuff. So sign up by going to NBC10Boston.com newsletters. Drop your email and you'll get new content in your inbox every Wednesday. It seems like diet is probably the most important piece of this puzzle, Um, but there are all these little things that we can do that seem so simple. For example, where do you stand on taking a little nap throughout the day, for example?
1: Well, as soon as I'm done with this, I'm gonna go take one. We know that people who take a 20 minute nap five times a week have about a third lower rate of cardiovascular disease. So napping is a very good idea. Um, and so is getting uh, at least seven and a half hours of sleep. In blue zones, actually, they're sleeping about eight hours, which seems to be about the sweet spot for most people.
0: I have a question for you about coffee. So I like I said in the beginning, I've been fascinated with this. I was very lucky. My grandparents lived to be almost 100 years old. And I always am racking my brain, like, what is it that they did? You know, what is it that, how, how did they live differently? And through reading your books, I realized they were doing a lot of things right. And they weren't doing a lot of things wrong. Um, but one of the things that they loved was strong black coffee. <laughs>
1: uh, big thumbs up on strong yeah. black coffee. With a few caveats. Uh, number one, you don't want to put milk in there, or you don't want to put... Um, sugar and that sort of thing so black coffee if you're drinking black coffee uh arguably the number one source of antioxidants in the american diet probably a bigger commentary on the american diet than coffee itself but nevertheless coffee is associated with lower rates of diabetes lower rates of parkinson's disease um it, it's um uh, alertness uh, helps you with alertness uh, ideally, though, you want to finish your last cup of coffee before noon because somewhere between a quarter and a half of the caffeine you consume at noon is still in your bloodstream at midnight. So. Um, you, you don't want uh, caffeine interfering with your sleep.
0: Yeah, some of the other things they did right, and I feel like this will segue into some of these other tips for people. Um, they had a garden, and they gardened a lot of their. They had had a lot of fresh Big. vegetables and tomatoes and zucchini and eggplant. My grandma never drove; she never drove a car, so she walked everywhere. They moved their body every single day. They surrounded themselves with family. They took care of their grandkids into their eighties. <laughs> They had little toddlers running around, and and it's hitting on all these things. It's not probably one certain thing. It's it's all of the above, right? That kind of come into play here.
1: That's right. Yeah, it's it's the cluster. It's uh, people in blue zones live a long time not because they're they're remembering a diet or they're remembering an exercise program. They uh, eat naturally whole food, plant based because the cheapest foods are you know these simple peasant foods. Uh, They move naturally 20 minutes, uh, every 20 minutes or so they're moving because they live in walkable neighborhoods. They have gardens. Their houses aren't full of mechanical conveniences. But it's also because their life is underpinned with purpose. They're surrounded by a small tribe of people. We call it a moai of friends that help reinforce those behaviors. People share similar values and they live in places where the healthy choice is the easy choice. So you, you don't really want to point to any one of those things. It's the cluster, and it's the interconnected network that keeps people doing the right things and avoiding the wrong things for long enough so they're not developing a, a chronic disease. There's nothing you can do that today, this week, or this month that's going to add pure life expectancy, short of not dying. Um, When you think of longevity, you know, we get marketed these pills, and these superfoods and all this other BS. Um, When it comes to things that really work for longevity, you have to think in terms of things you're going to do for many years or decades. So the blue zones approach is less about trying to hammer you over the head with a certain way of living. And it's more about setting up your surroundings so your unconscious decisions are just a little bit better throughout your day, and of course, the most important unconscious decision you make is to avoid processed foods, meat, cheese, and eggs, and favor uh, whole plant-based food.
0: Now, the argument there is that a lot of those healthy foods can be expensive, and a lot of families struggle to put food on the table. Um, but what we were talking about earlier, beans, I mean, there's nothing cheaper than a can of beans. Have you checked the
1: price of dried beans lately? I mean, it's about the cheapest food in the, and it's by the way, the most nutritionally dense. So this goes back once again to the most important ingredient longevity is taste. We don't know how to make beans taste good in this country. And you know, in the Blue Zone American kitchen, I have about 50 recipes, very cheap, that you can make a pot of food, cost less than a dollar a serving, Uh, That's going to be packed with longevity ingredients, a longevity cocktail, whole grains. They're cheap. Um, You don't have to buy organic vegetables. Um, You buy you can buy a pound of apples is very cheap. Potatoes are very healthy if they're not overly fried. Well, another longevity food. Uh, longevity food is cheap because people in Blue Zones, by the way, they live below the poverty line, according to America. It's just taking that little bit of time and really the magic formula, which is a good recipe to make these peasant foods taste delicious. Then you're not going to want to run to, you know, a a burger joint uh, because the food you make at home took less time, was cheaper and tastes better, and it makes you feel better.
0: This book is very... Very special. Not only does it have these great recipes that Dan's talking about, but you worked with some incredible people on this book. Tell us how you put this together.
1: I worked with National Geographic photographer David McLean, so you got you have that book has the very best photography from National Geographic, Uh, so it could sit on your coffee table as well as your kitchen. And uh, I wrote an essay in there that really explains how we got to the place where we're losing more people in america every year than we've lost in, the, in world war ii um so i mean it's a big problem and then how we fix that problem the the essay will also appear in january's issue of national geographic but you can get it in the book too and it makes a great uh, christmas gift uh for anybody you, you know, who you want to live longer give the gift of life
0: you want more hub today delivered right to your inbox all you have to do is sign up for the hubbub newsletter you'll find behind the scenes of the show recipes things to do with the family places to go all kinds of good stuff so sign up by going to nbc10boston.com slash newsletters drop your email and you'll get new content in your inbox every wednesday There seems to me, and we've done entire episodes on alcohol. I feel like people are taking a closer look right now with their relationship with alcohol. Um, there are some people who are you know, sober curious right now and doing like, you know, no alcohol at all. Um, so if we want to live to be 100 years old, what are the people in the blue zones doing? when it comes to alcohol?
1: Well, for, first of all, if you're not drinking now, I would encourage you to start. Uh, but if you are having a moderate amount of alcohol, one to two uh, glasses, ideally a, a red wine, um, yes, research shows that it, it may atrophy parts of your brain and it might fuel some cancers. Other research shows it may be protective of your heart or your uh, health heart, heart health. Um, but I do, I can tell you in the blue zones of Sardinia and Icaria, Uh, there are the majority of people who are enjoying a glass or two of red wine. I like to think of it as Blue Zones wine. It's a a special variety of wine Uh, and still making it into their 90s and 100s healthy and sharp. Um, So while, you know, there's lots of things that um, uh, a little bit makes our life better. Sunshine, by the way, a little bit of sunshine, vitamin D, a lot of sunshine, skin cancer. Um, right. oxygen, for example, when need oxygen to live, but at a cellular level, oxygen corrodes our, our tissues. That's why we, that's why we uh, consume antioxidants. Are
0: you suggesting moderation and common sense? <laughs>
1: well, the problem with moderation is moderation. You know, people don't know what moderation <laughs> means, but, um, and they often don't know what common sense means, but, but, um, a, a glass or two of a red wine, if you're already drinking, um, The jury's not in yet It's whether or not it's a net positive Or a net negative But I can tell you uh, that, Especially if you're drinking it with a meal Plant-based meal uh, You're absorbing the nutrients better uh, You're lowering your cortisol And it seems not to be incompatible with uh, making it to your 90s and hundreds and still healthy, I
0: also get the feeling that it ties into this like bigger thing with community. Uh, I think the people in the blue zones. I don't envision them drinking alone. I feel like they're they're drinking with family. They're having a glass of wine over dinner with friends, and so they're checking a lot of blue zone boxes. You know, um, yes. And the same thing like with religion, for example, I've read in your books that people who are religious tend to live longer. And again, I feel like that's because of the community of it all and less about the thing, like less about the wine or less about the actual religion, more about the experience.
1: Yes, yeah, if you're, you know, if you come together for happy hour and there's some alcohol that is way better than sitting at home alone. We know that uh, if you're lonely, and the technical definition of lonely is not having at least three friends with whom you can have meaningful conversations, and they'll care about you on a bad day. If you don't have that, that shaves about eight years off your life expectancy. So I would much rather see you out socializing with your friends, having a glass of two of red wine than sitting at home alone and not drinking at all.
0: Wow, that is huge. That is so important. Um, I also want to go back to something I heard you say once about the importance of walking. Um, Did you say that it's 90% as effective as training for a marathon? Is that right?
1: Yeah, it gives you about about 90% of the physical activity benefits. A brisk walk uh, for a half hour to 45 minutes a day gives you about 90% of the physical activity benefits. Now this is especially true as you get older because people who are training for a marathon, first of all, uh, it generates inflammation. After about an hour or two of working out, it's a net negative because you are subjecting your body to inflammation. You're also subjecting it to the risk of hurting a joint, mm. uh, uh, wearing out a hip and you know once you start having knee and hip and foot issues then you you not only stop training for the marathon you stop walking yep. the other the other beauty of walking is you can do it with a friend and if you have a walking buddy that that creates this blue zone nudge to get you to do it every day cuz again when, the way most people do marathons they get all excited about it you know they're 30 or 40 years old and they go train really hard and run a marathon or two and then they quit yep it does no good for your longevity A walking buddy or a walking habit or walking to school or walking to work or or your your, uh, favorite uh, coffee shop. Now that's what lasts and that's what makes a difference.
0: You got to do things that you love to do. And that's, I think, a place where we share a common love in pickleball.
1: Are oh my you still god. a pickleball? I am a fanatic. Oh my god. I'm
0: a fanatic. People tell
1: me I have the best dink in Miami. Really? <laughs>
0: this is a family show. Yeah. No, I know exactly what you mean. Um, I am A dink
1: is a very, a very light uh, uh, hit over the net is in, in pickleball terms. Yes.
0: It's like slow little movements. Um, yes, anyway, yeah. I'm obsessed. We could go on and on about that. But just to review, I made some notes here for our friends. Naps, yes. Friends, at least three, eat some beans, enjoy happy hour, drink some black coffee, have a garden, go for a walk. How's that?
1: You nailed it. You nailed it. You know, <laughs> good student. meanwhile, Americans will spend over a hundred billion dollars a year on supplements and and these anti-aging creams and nostrums. And none of them have been shown to reverse stop or even slow aging. And the list you named off, uh, I could offer you dozens of citations that show they all measurably add years to your life. And they're free and they're cheap and we just have to just have to remember that they work and, and put them to work in our lives.
0: This is fabulous. Thank you so much for all of this great information today. You've just you've earned your nap there in Miami. Please let everyone know where they can follow along with you because you've got a great Instagram and great social platforms.
1: Yeah, so I'm at Dan Butner. I'm very happy to answer your questions. My website is danbutner.com. And the Blue Zones American Kitchen is available right now on uh, on Amazon for yourself or for a loved one you'd like to see live a little bit longer.
0: It is a gorgeous book. Well done. Thank you so much for your time today.
1: Thank you. very. It was a delight. Thank you.